Hey guys, uh, it's been a while. I'm so sorry I haven't released a podcast recently. It's uh, been a few crazy months in the fam household. So uh, we end up getting COVID in January and then had a week off, then getting food poisoning and then had to fly up Brisbane for a, a church conference and then off to Singapore for two weeks, come back. Uh, Luca was sick. Yeah, it's been a crazy um couple of months so I really apologize um, my family says hello uh, Sop is now six months pregnant she, she's giving birth on July 14th and so yeah it's it's all happening but today and this week I got some spare time to uh, do a little bit of research on another podcast and we're still going through spiritual disciplines and today um, once again I'm inspired by this book that I've been reading called Donald from Donald Whitney called you know uh spiritual disciplines uh, for Christians. And those notes are in, um, uh, that reference is in the show notes. Uh, so please check him out. He's just an amazing author and it, in particular in this area of spiritual disciplines. Um, some of my thoughts are from him and uh, some things I've added to what I think is really important. So today's spiritual discipline that we want to go through is the spiritual discipline for learning. So if you're a Christian leader and you're in ministry, you have to be a learner and a grower. Um, we see Jesus models this in Luke chapter 2, 41 to 52, as he's a boy um, at the temple. And basically, you know, the parents go to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover every year. And when in this particular, when, when Jesus was 12 years old, um, and the festival was over, Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. And I'll pick it up from verse 44 here. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for afar. They began looking for him, which is Jesus, from for him among their relatives, but, but they did not find him. They went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in a temple court, sitting among teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers and the parents saw him and they were astonished so we see here jesus as a young boy in the courts in the synagogue sitting amongst the rabbis and the teachers and listening to them learning and asking them questions right and obviously at a young age he's like this childhood prodigy and people are are amazed at some of his answers and understanding and so we see here that Jesus was a learner. He models that at a young age. Uh, a few other examples is um, the famous pastor Rick Warren from Saddleback Church says that since he was young, he gets into a habit of reading a book a day. Can you believe that's unreal? I don't know if I could read a book a day, but if you know Rick Warren, um, he posts on social media, he has all these videos of how he has this crazy library and it's huge absolutely huge and so it's clear to me that he says he sits down each afternoon and when he can and he reads a book and right now it's a habit of reading a book a day so john wesley the famous methodist church founder uh, says that his priority in his life is to first and foremost to be holy and a second goal of his life is to be a scholar and so he obviously took knowledge and learning and growing very seriously some other scriptures that I want to purport to the spiritual discipline of learning and growing. Proverbs 24, 5. A wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might. That is so good. A wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might and strength. 
So whilst it is great to have physical strength and, 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 and strong training, it is greater and enhances all that you have if you have knowledge to apply that strength. Proverbs 8.10, take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. So the proverb um, writer, more than likely Solomon, says that take instruction rather than silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. So knowledge and, and instruction is, 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 is better than riches. That's basically what he's saying because I think if you have knowledge and instruction, that would help you gain riches and help you live a better life. And of course, we have here in Matthew 22, 37, Jesus replied to what is the greatest commandment. And he says this, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your what? Mind. So not only do we need to love God with our heart and with our soul, but also with our mind. So here's the crux of putting spiritual discipline of learning in place. Like, like I confess um, probably since I had a kid and um, it's been a bit busy to really get into like like learning a lot and I've been a bit lazy in that front. Um, but I do want to share some things that um, and my journey and some obstacles that I see that people face when it comes to the spiritual discipline of learning. So first and foremost, um, I want to talk about some obstacles that may stop people from having a spiritual discipline of learning and growing in God. First, firstly, I do think there is somewhat of a heart issue for a lot of young leaders as well as leaders in our church. Maybe in one stage they were really zealous, and then you know um, they they stop growing, and you know their faith have gone cold a bit, and then they get used to this kind of uh, lazy and um, not growing, and basically keep their spiritual life status quo. And pa- maintaining a level of, 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 of fire that is so low that um, it just basically, you know, is a, a small little smolder of their faith. And I see that happen a lot. And we see this happen actually in the Hebrews church, um, where I think it's Hebrews 6.11. Um, and the Hebrew author describes that... The congregation actually became dull of hearing, so they became lazy. So it says this, We have much to say about this, but it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. And so he describes them as people who had lost that fire who no longer tried to understand, and a, a really nice interpretation of no longer trying to understand is dull of learning, lazy to learn. And I know that uh, every season is different, you know, and, and sometimes people are in a lull in their spiritual life, but the desire to grow and desire to learn about God is a form of desiring to go in your spiritual life and therefore to be more like Christ. And it very much starts in the heart. And I always talk about this. The heart is where all things begin. In the heart, we confess, you know, God being king and our faith in him. In the heart is where a lot of the things that come out of our mouth um, um, dictate what's in our heart. If it's love, if it's judgmentalness, if it is bitterness, it comes out of the heart. And just like um, the desire to grow in our faith, it comes, it might come from the heart. 
So secondly, I do think there are discipline issues that many young leaders in particular have and older ones too. Uh, for instance, you know, over-relies on entertainment, laziness, a poor use of time, um, and not maximizing their time as much. I also confess recently um, I have been a bit lazy, especially with going to the gym and my own kind of like um, learning time. Um, but you never want to make it a habit. And so I do think there are seasons where it's a bit of a lull, but you kind of want to be in a trajectory where, um, yeah, it's it's always on the upward trend. And lastly, I think another big, uh, I guess, obstacle to learning about uh, God and, and in particular knowledge and in particular godliness um, is time issues. So uh, during a time of young families is tough. Um, some people have really high demand jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And so time is always a consideration. So not only are there personal reasons for this, which include the heart issue, discipline issue, and time issues, there are cultural issues that stop us. And so let me just talk about three cultural issues that I see um, that stop uh, young leaders, Christians, um, pastors, etc., from from learning. Firstly, I do believe there is a there are intellectuals and anti-intellectuals. So let me explain this. So in my denomination called the CMA, there's probably a stronger focus on intellectualism. And what that is, is we get knowledge in order to puff ourselves up. And this tends to be an Asian cultural thing too. Um, in my church, uh, there is an emphasis on education, um, you know, just from an upbringing perspective, especially in an Asian ethnic upbringing. And what happens there is that uh, accolades such as degrees are highly sought after, and then and then it becomes louder. The more that you know, the more degrees that you have, the better that you are, right? So there's a sense of intellectualism that has crept into the church for sure, which hinders um, people wanting to grow because they become what we call anti-intellectuals. And anti-intellectuals are the opposite, where they see that these puffed-up, intellectuals think they're really good and they're so smart and they puff themselves up because they know a lot. Um, and so they become anti-intellectuals where they don't learn about good theology, where they don't learn the deeper things of the faith and they keep the intellectual things um, out of it. And so there has to be a fine balance here and where we're not puffing ourselves up, where we're not reacting the other way and being anti-intellectuals, um, as you may see in some Pentecostal denominations or churches, and some other places too. But we need to strike the balance where we're learning about God, we're learning about Christ-likeness, and it's not to puff ourselves up, but it is to call to love God more by growing in Him. So that's the first culture issue, intellectualism, or anti-intellectualism. Second culture issue that I see is attention issue. So, with the advent of social media, entertainment, and gaming, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it has changed the landscape of how this generation learns. People are less likely to be as literal as they used to, less likely to read as much as they used to. Um, reading times are down, and, and, and various studies have actually showed this. If you just Google some studies on this, you will find a plethora of, of information on studies that have tracked the reading habits over the last 20 years and how they are on the decline. And it's no surprise, right? There is no surprise that social media and entertainment has has crept into our literacy levels. 
So even for myself, I noticed that compared to when I was younger, I used to read a lot. But now due to uh, social media and in particular entertainment, I don't read as much as I used to, although I still read a fair bit, I think above the average. So we must, in my view, understand this in order to discipline ourselves. And this brings me to my last issue, which I call a cultural diet issue. So historically, reading and and writing and was the way to learn and maybe going to a lecture. Now it's different. Now you get YouTube, you get audiobooks, you know, there's all different types to way to learn. But most people are probably more addicted to little sound bites than they are to like deep deeper truth, like reading a novel or a nonfiction book, you know, something deeper. I think people look for the superficial quick fix rather than, you know, understanding a topic really well. Like people are now experts or something because they read a little bit, you know, like there seems to be a shallowness to our learning. And I think, and I haven't read a study on this, but I think that it has to do with the way we consume information, which now has become more uh, YouTube centric and video centric. And there are quick sound bites, like three, four minutes before we lose attention. So we understand a topic maybe at a surface level, but not deeply. And so there are some diet issues when it comes to how we learn, right? Our diet, if our diet is, you know, just quick YouTube snaps, um, Instagram snaps, you know, TikTok videos, and, you know, uh, uh, easy to read blog, then I think what happens is that our learning of God, um, in particular to do with, you know, theology as well as the knowledge of God, um, becomes more shallow and and it's taken away from the breadth, I think, of true learning and we need to change our diet, so to speak. So with that in mind, um, I really believe that a lot of leaders across the world, including myself, need to really be hungry to be godly. And um, Let's look now at how we can go about doing it. We've talked about those issues, the three personal issues, which include the heart issue, the discipline issue, the time issue, then the cultural issues, which includes intellectualism, intellectualism, attention issues, and then how we learn diet issues, right? So we need to get a better diet. So let's start off with how. Firstly, I think it's really important to identify how you learn. How do you learn? Are you a visual learner? Are you an audio learner? Are you a reader? And writer, or are you kinesthetic? Um, so, if you're a visual learner, you will tend to like diagrams, presentation videos. If you're audio learner, you learn better in lectures with written notes, podcasts. Read, you might read out loud to yourself while you're studying. If you're a kinesthetic learner, you're a tactile learner. You like doing things. You excel in sports and trade and practical things, right? Um, if you're a reader, you particularly learn well in reading and writing magazines and journals, etc. So, I probably learn best with. Uh, reading um, and and visual, um, but I've also learned to learn through audio in kinesthetic, right? So if you can understand how you learn, there are always vehicles out there with this, this, this information error on how it can help you grow in, in God, right? So with that in mind, as soon as you learn those things and what's best for you, you can now identify um, certain vehicles or certain mediums to help you consume content that is godly as well as deep. So some common day vehicles that you or mediums that you can learn through are obviously books, TV, DVDs, podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube, blogs, um, you know, getting into ministry, all that type of stuff, right? Like there are so much out there. It's unbelievable. There's something 
to help you understand God more, let it be Bible study, let it be theology, um, or let it be other avenues, like we have no excuse. Our only excuse is really discipline and time, right? And heart. So now that you understand, okay, maybe I'm a certain type of learner and there's vehicles that will cater to how I learn, you know, now I want to talk about identifying what you need to learn in a certain season. So if you are wanting to learn about things not of God, for instance, like let's just say you want to learn about doing makeup and how to be a better makeup artist or how to be a better tradie. Those skills are good and maybe a part of your calling is to do some of that and maybe it's not, maybe it's just a hobby, right? But people always can learn. Um, but I just think there is a lack of hunger in particular from leaders on wanting to learn. So we have to be hungry for godliness. I'll give an example. When you have to identify what season you're in. So for instance, if you're in a season where you're a single person and you want to learn about ministry as well as um, um, how to read the Bible, okay, that's your season, right? And you're going to build up in those skills and that knowledge. Let's just say you're a young family person and you just don't have time to 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 read as much and whatever um, because, yeah, it's tough. I'm going through that young family time right now and, and time is very limited, right? You need your own personal time. You need your own devotional time. What extra time do we have, right? So, There are always different seasons and different learnings in different seasons. Um, If I tracked my journey of learning, I want to help you kind of understand your own journey. So I became a Christian 11, almost 11 years ago now, and had a lot of trauma coming into becoming a Christian. So a lot of the stuff I was consuming was to help me heal from trauma through um, Christian means. For instance, getting rid of pornography, for instance, Stop being a people pleaser. For instance, learning about my identity. So a lot of books I was reading was, you know, my identity in Christ. Stop being a people pleaser. How to give up pornography. How to live in a world full of sexual sexualization, right? And then once I kind of worked through a lot of that trauma and worked and grew in that, I started reading more leadership books because leaderships and, and pastoral books because I wanted to be one, a better ministry leader and lead small groups, but I also knew I want to be a pastor. So I started reading heaps of those books. Not only that, I put myself through Bible college so I would get more knowledge. And then after that, once I was in Bible college, I learned theology and um, how to read the Bible. And so over the years, I'm collecting all this knowledge about ministries, about God as well. And as soon as I became a pastor, I was obviously reading commentaries, you know, lots of that, doing sermons. And so that's a big part of my reading now. And right now, my extracurricular reading above and beyond um, sermon writing, all that kind of stuff, is mostly parenting books, funny enough, as well as some some leadership books to help me lead our church better. But a lot of the stuff that I love right now is learning how to be a better parent, how to raise toddlers, babies, um, teenagers. And I'm really enjoying that part of, 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 of it. I obviously do not read as much because I read heaps for sermon prep, but... Um, I still want to learn extra skills to make me a better godly parent. And so this is what I'm saying. Every season is different. You need to identify exactly what you should be want to learn. Um, and it has to be aligned to being godly, right? So if you want, want to learn how to um, paint, great. And that could be part of your skill set. But maybe learn how to paint for God. Read biographies about painters who are Christians. Maybe it's about starting businesses, right? And you're really interested in starting business rather than 
look just purely to make money and yourself financially secure. Learn how to make a kingdom business. There's so many books about kingdom and Christian entrepreneurs out there, but your heart has to be for the kingdom. Your heart has to be for God. So wherever you're trying to, to learn about, and if you have a growth side mindset to grow in your faith and to grow in your gifts and to grow in your character, there's always a material out there to help you grow in a specific area of your life uh, and be hungry for it and be disciplined for it. So with all that in mind, you know, we've kind of gone through the barriers, um, the vehicles, and the what to learn. I want to go through, I guess, where you can learn, how you can discipline yourself to do so, right? So during lockdowns, um, I didn't can't get a chance to drive much. Um, and so usually, I guess, when I drive, my, my, my wife drives all the time and she listens to a podcast basically every time she's on a drive. And a lot of, a lot of people do that. So... I guess for me, I did a lot of reading during the lockdowns rather than podcasting. But now that I am uh, not at home as much because lockdowns have all finished, every time I get in a car, I'll have a podcast on um, and I'm absorbing information um, about topics that interest me. For instance, um, there'll be leadership uh, podcasts I listen to. There'll be marriage podcasts I listen to. There'll be... um, Famous preachers that I really enjoy listening to in terms of their preaching, I can learn from them. Um, there are news stuff that I listen to, for instance, BBC, CNN, um, ABC News. Uh, there's finance markets I listen to. And anything that I have interest in, I'm, I want to learn in. And I want to grow in a lot of different things because I want to grow to make more impact for the kingdom of God. Um, you know, so it could be uh, on the road somewhere. And if you're not a driver, I sometimes I do a lot of podcasting and listening in the gym um, or I cozy up to a book late at night and I might read a chapter or two here and there, right? So it there is, in my view, there's very little excuse not to be a grower these days because there's so many different avenues to get content and good content. Um, and I just really believe that if you have a habit to learn you'll find that you grow past your peers and then you'll have new peers because you've grown so much, right? But underneath it all is this growth mindset to become more godly and to have more impact for God, right? But if you're lazy and your heart is cold, that will be hard for you. And I'm going to encourage everyone here to have the spiritual discipline of learning, to redeem our time, as Donald Whitney says. I've been really convicted by this book also just to maybe spend less time gaming, uh, more time praying with my wife and and reading um, books that will edify my spirit. Like I love gaming, but sometimes I can definitely over game. And so even for me, like I'm, I'm trying to use every portion of my day to, yes, obviously enjoy my hobbies, but also learn. And I think that's really important, especially um, during a time of young families because young family time is really intense. And so... Um, if you can carve out time during your young family era, then I really believe that will set you up really well for what is the seasons to come ahead. So let's all be learners. Let's all hunger for the things of God and put in the discipline of learning about the things that we need to in order to excel in our ministries, in our churches, in our spiritual life as well, guys. So 
I love you guys and thank you for listening. Um, I hope to continue to release more podcasts in the future. So watch this space. Ciao, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.